0: You're listening to Radio Hawke's Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming across the world at nz. It's my pleasure once again to be in the garden with Hawke's Bay's most glamorous gardener, Megan Williams. How you go, Megan?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm going really well, but you wouldn't really want to be in the garden with me today because it's raining.
0: Oh, it's horrible. Uh,
1: yes, yeah, everything's just so, so wet. I mean, I can't even get the lawns. I've got people coming this weekend, and I can't get the lawns looking good. Never mind, never mind. But as long as they're sort of not out there then hopefully they won't
0: notice it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but that's that's the trouble. The weeds are going mad in the garden because of all this rain.
1: That's right. They certainly are. But it is a good chance if you've got seedlings, or you want to go down to the um, garden centre and get seedlings. If you put them in, you know, when when you just get a lull in the rain, it's the best time because it's, that gives them a really really good start. So we've got to turn a negative into a positive. I pulled out my in a, in a lull in the um, in the rain a few days ago. I pulled out all my arum lilies that were looking really really messy, and some Alstomeria, which is sort of was getting a bit scruffy and um, put in my status seedlings from the, from the glasshouse. So that whole area now um, looks nice and neat and tidy. Um, now, alstomuria is an interesting plant that is it's fantastic in floristry because it's a really, really good laster. So if you've got a bunch of flowers to give anybody a few stems of alstomuria just sort of bulks it up, and it has a long-lasting in the vase, which is really good. However... If you're going to grow off the marine, there's beautiful ranges of colours that, that you can get. Um, my advice would be put it in a pot uh, or put it in an area of the garden that you don't care if it goes rampant, rampant. because what it does is it put, puts out these little sort of bulbous um, runners mm. and once they're in the soil, it's a devil of a job to put them out. <laughs> So make sure if you are going to put Alstomeria, which is a great flower, if you're going to put it in, either put it in a pot that we, where that, you know, that's limited to how far it goes, or put it in an area. Now if you've got an area of garden that you can't be bothered weeding all the time and you, you just want to just let go, we'll put some Alstomeria in it, we'll just take over and, you know, as long as there's a barrier around, you've got a, a, an end patch that's just take over the whole garden. But, um, it, it, and it comes into flower. It does die back down, so you just need to. And it's quite easy to sort of um, pick it all up. You know, like
0: yep.
1: not no we it, but pull all the dead bits off. It's so it's easy to sort of to do that. Um, but then, but for quite a while, you have a lovely flowering area.
0: I could just pick your brain for a moment about flowers and plants, one of our fabulous listeners gave us uh, a peace lily in a pot uh, when we first opened our studio. And it's still in the pot and it's not looking too bad, but is that the sort of plant that you should actually take out and put in your garden or leave it no, in the pot forever? Li- yeah, peace lilies are amazing because they will... They
1: will grown side and they are quite good in a, in a, you know, they're not a plant that will need direct sunlight, in fact they don't really like it direct, they like, they'll mm-hmm. like it a bit shady, so they'll, they'll survive in the part of the house that hasn't got the direct sunlight, which is really good. What I do with mine is obviously you've got to make sure that they're not over watered, but you've got to make sure that they're watered and usually a peace lily will tell you, it'll sort of start to look bit sadder, put a little bit of water on it and look, that's back up again. I've actually had them reflower, which is really good. The flowers are really an extension of the leaf, with sort of like a white, white leaf, um, you know, sort of yeah. You know, so that they, you you can think it's a leaf, but then when it comes up, it turns white and it, it's into a flower. And um, you can, if you want them to sort of take off, what I do is i'll um divide them into three and then i'll put them into you know another two pots, so you've got three, and then they'll they'll come away again and you you know give the, i give those the other two away as a gift so but mm. it's a gift that keeps on giving um but then you can put them in a much bigger pot if you want them to really grow really big, get them in a bigger pot and I gave um friend had a 50th birthday not logo and i gave them a great big huge one in a huge pot you know that was sort was of about sort of about a meter high so peacefully is a fabulous um, plant and it's a fabulous present to give and
0: what have you been doing in the kitchen
1: okay well i, I went to supermarket today um to new world and i they gave me a free calendar and i noticed that on the december which is this, you know next year. Um, but there's this amazing pavlova ambrosia. Now usually I make a pavlova when I have my friends around at Christmas time and I also make ambrosia but I'd never thought to put the two together and this looks amazing. So you have a, a cup of cream, a quarter of a cup of plum syrup from from the um, Black Doris Plums a tin of Black Doris Plums, um, a quarter of a cup of plain yoghurt, a punnet of strawberries, a um, well, I'll give you the table over the recipe in a minute. Half a packet of marshmallows, so you're going to get either the, the pink and the white. So you um, you cream the whip the cream until it's goes to peaks with the electric beater, and then you um, dice up the strawberries and um, roughly chop up the handful of handful of the millows, marshmallows, and you add to, in a small mixing bowl with the yogurt and the syrup and the plums and then you combine to mix it, and then you fold it into the cream. Now, um, using a spatula, you spread it over the pavlova, and I'll give you that in a minute, and you, you and the cream on the top of that, and then you add um, strawberries on the top of that. Now, the pavlova, you can have as many egg whites as you like, depending how big you want it, but in relationship to your egg whites, say you're using three egg whites, we would use a cup and a half of sugar. If you're using four egg whites, you'd have two cups of sugar. So just depending on how big you want your pavlova, and then I usually put a tablespoon of corn flour, a teaspoon of vanilla, a pinch of salt, and just egg whites, not the, obviously not the yolks, and just beat it up, beat and beat and beat and beat, until it goes to peak, and then you just put it in a, what I do is I put the oven onto about 150, and then when I put the pavlova in, I turn it right down to 110, for about an hour, or until when you touch it, um, you know, it's sort of a, a little bit crispy. Yep. The but it's quite handy to sort of make it the night before, switch the oven off when you go to bed, and in the morning it's, it's nice and cooled down slowly. And if it cools down slowly, it doesn't sort of tend to collapse. So the next day, put your ambrosia on the top, and then um, you're strawberries on the top of that or you can put cream on the top of that but you don't really need the cream because the ambrosia mm. is instead of the cream really and it, it, yeah, it looks really fantastic so that's what I'm
0: going to do Good on you Megan, my pleasure as always, was talking with you You look after the sip, i talk to you the same time, same place next week Don't
1: forget the rubble